I'm so glad you're joining us for this episode of Street Soldiers. I'm making it in the music industry. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. You can find me and follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, at Lisa Evers. And you can catch up on all of our Street Soldiers episodes, both Hot 97 and Fox 5, free of charge on my website, lisaevers.com. Our radio episodes are also posted on SoundCloud and iTunes, and the TV episodes are now available on the new Fox Soul streaming platform, it's free. That's free, too. In this show, we're talking about real power in the music industry and making it to the top. It's easier than ever to make a song. Instead of an expensive studio, all you need is a good phone or laptop and some beats, and off you go. You don't even need a record label deal to get your music out to the world. With social media and online streaming platforms, you can become your own distro. This creative freedom has inspired dreams of stardom in millions of people, but a much smaller number actually make it to the top. So how do they do it? Let's find out what our panel has to say. Joining me is Hovain. He's the owner of Cinematic Management and the, an executive with Cinematic Music Group. He's helped launch the careers of Lil Flip De Niro, T-Pain, Styles P, and many more. Hovain, great to have you with us. Thank you for having me, Lisa. Thank What's you so on? much. Also joining us is Jenna Ski. She's an aspiring hip-hop artist. Her latest mixtape is called Nympho Waves, and she's a reality uh, TV star. You've seen her on Love & Hip Hop New York. Uh, Jenna, great to have you with us. Hey, thank, thank you, you for having me. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much. Also with us is Carl Lamar. He's a hip-hop editor of Billboard and co-host of Billboard on the Block, a live show. And he interviewed artists on the red carpet at the Grammys. Carl, you interview a lot of the big name yeah. artists you talk to them you spend time with them for the, your cover stories for billboard billboard what do you think about how artists are getting to the top now is there one clear route or are there different ways yeah i mean um there's no there's no clear blueprint to how to do it i mean with with how the game is moving today you can have a fire record you have a challenge to go with it you're good money uh you have the record you you watch it explode on like social media like like on, on a TikTok, and that's what you know. After we spoke about Roddy Rich, that's our new uh, Billboard cover star. The success of the box was able to pick up so well because like you see multiple people doing t uh, challenges on YouTube on Instagram. It's doing a killing on TikTok. So there's not necessarily a manuscript or a blueprint on how to blow up, like you were saying. You could be in the crib, have a little bootleg studio set up, record your video on an iPhone, and you're good money. There's this kid named Arizona Zarvis, uh, who before got his deal with, uh, I want to say, Columbia. He had the Roxanne record. That just shot to the moon, went top five without a deal. So it could be done with or without a label. Ski, give us an idea of what you're going through right now with your <laughs> career, because you're an aspiring artist. You got your right. mixtape out. You got a single. What do you go through, and especially as a woman? Right. I feel like, um, yeah, social media takes a play with doing freestyles on social media and stuff like that, but it's like a constant, you got to constantly be on your P's and Q's. Like, you can't just go one day slacking. It's like, even though there's social media and they have, there's many aspects, and like he said, there is no manuscript on how to blow up, you still got to do the back-end work. Like, if you don't blow up off of one single that you post on social media, like, you got to constantly be working. So I'm on my P's and Q's working really hard, so there's that you know but it's it's a it's a bittersweet moment it's like great like moving step by step and gradually seeing improvements and where you're going with your career but it's not easy I can't stand to say it's easy 
It's just a constant, like a constant grind. Yeah, constant grind. Like you just, you just can't give up. Like you just gotta keep going day by day. Like you gotta do more than you did last week, last month. You know, progressive. You gotta drop more music. Gotta be consistent. You have to be outside. You know, it's not just social media. You gotta be outside and interact with DJs, interact with radio personalities, and so many other people. You gotta network. Totally, yeah, big time. Hovain, when you uh, when you look at the artists now, what they're going through, and how you made Flip De Niro hot, how you helped make Lil Kel hot, and then going back to when Styles P first was coming out, T Pain, what's changed? I think the introduction of social media and different like you know streaming services and TikToks. There's back then it was mixtapes. Now there's playlists. So getting on the right playlist is key and is essential. If you're on a playlist with uh, 20 of the top streaming artists and you're sandwiched in between that, uh, 14-year-olds is going to let that playlist play. They're going to play their video games and just that's how they discover things now. That's the new discovery. That's the new mixtape. That's the new going outside is playlists. And then who controls the playlist, Carl? And you guys feel free to jump playlist in. Yeah, you know, I was actually going <laughs> to I, I was gonna jump into that. Playlisters. Uh, wait, going, going with uh, Flip De Niro real quick. Mm -hmm. Flip De Niro, like, leave me alone. It was a hit. It was a, a, hit. It, it, it it was was a hit before and, we gave it to And the... it ended up catapulting, yeah. like, snowballing on social yeah. media because I remember Odell yeah, ended up that's playing what it. That's what happened. Odell Beckham danced to it. Then um, my boy Van that worked at TMZ hit me. And he wanted to talk to Flip about it. Mm -hmm. So TMZ ran a story on it, and that just made it bigger than everything we had going with cinematic and everything going it and sad. And Drake saw and Drake it. And saw it, and it just. Khaled it just, ended up bringing him in. It, that was yeah. a clo as close to organic as you're going to get right now. Because before it was, you do your grind, you do shows, you do mixtapes, word of mouth. Then it gets hot, then it starts bubbling. Now it's. Social media, playlists, and then... And you get the go, right cosigns. Yeah, yeah, and it grows from there. The, the, the cosigns definitely help. The cosigns definitely help. Because now Flip is running with Khaled. Flip got yeah. the epic deal cinematic, yeah. so he's in, in good company right now. Because you get those cosigns, and you get, yeah. the, you get the hot buzz, and even yeah. people at the level of a Khaled, they mm -hmm. want... They want to stay hot, exactly. so they got to have the have the young artists yeah. and, the, and the new artists. Ski, what do you think about that? When you like, do you look at people like how they've done their careers and go like, you know, I could try that, or maybe I should try that in terms of promotion. Right. No, I try not to look at how like the paths of other people because it's Smart. like it's not the same for you. Smart. You know, you just got to figure out your own wave, the way to do things, and it may take longer, but it'll be it'll be longevity. The career will stand. Longer, like the more hard work you put into, the more you understand and grind and struggle. It like humbles you a bit, you know, and it makes you understand how to move better and how to go about certain situations. So I don't, I try not to look at other artists. I get super happy when like artists pop because it's like, yo, that's so dope, you know. But I try not to look at how other people move or other artists pop or their, you know, how they right, go exactly. about things. But have you had, have you had moments, and you guys feel free to jump in, have you had moments in your career where you, you're like, you're, you know, practicing performing or you're doing, doing something and then you're going like, oh, wow, now I didn't realize that was that complicated or everything mm -hmm. that goes into it. Have you had those moments? Right. I have, to be honest, like, even when I reach milestones, like, um, that I never thought I'd reach, like hitting television or being on radio or being on rotation at radio. Like it's like it's just like you're never satisfied, you know. Like with me, it's personally I'm not satisfied. Like I just want so much more for myself. So it it just puts me on this constant like edge where it's like okay, I gotta keep going. But like performing out of town and stuff like that, I feel like it's like so pretty dope. It's dope. It's like oh, this is crazy. But I I just try to like ground myself and be like okay, but this is not where you want to be. And at. that's what that's what you want to do, Carl. 
Carl, how competitive is it? Because you, you guys are yeah. the ones that rank the, you know, yeah. you know all the numbers and everything. Is it more competitive now because so many more people can get into it? Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, what I was going to say, and it kind of, you know, aligns with what you just asked me. When Drake came out with uh, In My Feelings and, and Shiggy just came and the challenge exploded, I think everybody kind of thought, okay, so if we do a dance or if we come up with a certain challenge, it's going to translate on social media and I'm going to be able to get X amount of views like Drake. Unfortunately, 99% of <laughs> artists are not Drake. Yeah. But, you know, that's why it kind of goes back to what we were saying. There's no set blueprint on how to do it. Like, you know, unfortunately, we, we know what's going on with 6ix9ine, but when he came into the game, there was no set formula. The dude came in, colorful hair, came with a gummo, and just exploded. And did all the things they told you not to do. Right. A lot of them. Right. And he kind of went against the grain. And, you know, that works sometimes in hip-hop. People will latch on to that, and that's why I think he was able to achieve so quickly and, and so well. To get to that level. Exactly. All right, this is Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. What does it take to get to the top in the music industry? Stay with us. We'll be right back. Yo, what up? This your homie Ace Hood, and this is Street Soldiers with Lisa Evers. Real issues, real poly tricks, and Real people only on Hot 97. Welcome back to Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. In this episode, we're talking about real power in the music industry and how do artists really make it to the top today. Joining me for this conversation is Hovain. He's the owner of Cinematic Management. He's an executive with the Cinematic Music Group, and he's launched the careers of Lil' Kel, Flip De Niro, T-Pain, Styles P, and many more artists over the years. Hovain, great to have you with us. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. Help launched them. Help launched Okay, teamwork makes the dream work. Okay, help launch. And he's very modest, too. Thank you. Um, also with us is Jenna Ski. Ski is an aspiring hip-hop artist. Her latest mixtape mix is called Nympho Waves. She's also a reality TV star. You've seen her on Love & Hip Hop New York. Ski, great to have you with us. Ski, thank you for having me. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much. Also with us is Carl Lamar. He's a hip-hop editor, the hip-hop editor excuse me, for Billboard. He's the co-host of the live show called Billboard on the Block, and he's interviewed, he interviewed the biggest name artists on the red carpet at the Grammys. Carl, great to have you with us. Thank you for having me, Lisa. Thank you. No, we appreciate it. Okay, social media is a huge factor. Super. Hovain, give us some examples. Is this the way, is this more important to artists than actually the beats or the bars? I wouldn't say it's more important because at the end of the day, you need something to put on social media, so you need a song. A song is a key component, but definitely social media is one of the biggest things. Like, one of our biggest artists that we have right now, Little Kel, we found, well, at our A&R, Abby, found him on Instagram. He would just sing songs on Instagram. He had a huge following. People would retweet it, repost it. So we flew him out to New York like, you ever been in the studio? He was like, nah, not really. I'm not really. Like, you know, I just do this on IG. He was like, well, you should get us a try in the studio. Mm. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah. Let's try. You know, there's an industry around yeah. this. Let's, there's more to yeah. this than uh, so, there's levels to this, son. <laughs> what, we were, what he was able to do was galvanize the same fan base that he has on social media. And then those became his consumers. Those are the same people that are streaming his records or buying his records and coming to the shows and buying merch. So I think, like, besides social media, you have to find unique ways to engage your fan. Unique fan engagement, that becomes a customer. You know what I'm saying? Right, and they have to, it, ha it can't just be like number of views. It's got to be something more active, yeah. is and, what you say? And, and again, uh, I can't stress this. Like, Lil' Kel, he's an exception, you know, yeah. and it's, it's not a blueprint that no, can no, always no, no. be followed. Not. You know, like, we spoke about this the last time I was here. Somebody like a Cardi B, 
she was explosive on social media. She knew the which buttons to press, but she also had the music right. to help her it, blow it up. And a crazy right. work ethic. The crazy work ethic. The more and more you work in music, the more and more you know that the higher ups know less and less. Mm -hmm. They don't have a formula. They don't have a blueprint to tell you. When they start working and reacting, then they go for it. They're like, all right, this works. Yeah. You know what right. I'm saying? There is no the old school of you do this and you do this. No. You do what you need to do. You galvanize your fan. You come with your fan base. You give them the music they want. You keep feeding them. And eventually, something will come out of that if that's meant for you. If, if it's meant for and if yeah. it, if the But a lot of like planets have to align for that. Ski, 100%. It's, it's, it's special. It's like, you know. Michael Jordan, everybody. <laughs> everybody that was 6'6". Six, six. Mm -hmm. Those people that was the same build, but he had to drive. So right. yeah, this no is for you, and you know how to utilize and and uh, engage with your fans in the right way, and then you get a strong team around you. Then then you're off to the races. Mm -hmm. Ski, what about what about you with your fans on social media? I've, how do you look? At, how do you look at that whole landscape? I feel like social media is a little bit better because they get to relate to you. They're like a little bit more personal with you. So it's like every day they get to see what you're doing, what you're eating, where you're going, who are you with, you know, and it becomes more relatable to people. So instead of being that artist that's just so hard to get to and don't know who the hell you are, it's like, OK, I actually really like her. So that's where it comes in with the music. Like, OK, I genuinely like her. Let me see what she's about with music. So that's how I reel in my fans with social media. I actually had a strong social media presence before television or anything like that. So it was kind of easy for me to reel people in. So I was already a familiar face. Now you have you have a very, very vibrant uh, personality. So do you feel like yes. that helped helped your fans kind of get to know you and, and really feel more like they're your friend? Yeah, definitely. Everybody likes me because I'm like the weird, like, happy girl 24-7. So it's like, it's like, <laughs> it, it's weird. It's either you're going to be like, oh, she's mad annoying or it's just like, I really like her, you know? It's it's never like an in-between. But most of the time they really, it's because I'm really relatable. I don't really look at um, social media, having so much followers or like, let's say you have a hit single. I don't feel like I'm different from anyone else. You know what I'm saying? Because I understand what it takes and the hard work it takes to get there. So I feel like that's what everyone on social media likes about me. You know what I'm saying? And, and you're just being yourself, basically. I'm always myself, yeah. yeah. So it's like, it's pretty good. Like, it's pretty great because it's like, it's more relatable. No, that's definitely. And I think, I, like I, think yeah. I was going to say, and I think with social media too, like what I find dope, a lot of artists that are already like prominent or like superstars, they still use it as as a as a key asset, you know, for their career, like a DJ Khaled, like a the baby, the baby thrives on on social media. You know, I think um, he probably posts eight nine times a day. Or I'll be those times when I was interviewing him, and he'll be like, "Yo, I need to post right now." It's, it's yeah, it's this time of the wow. day. Wow, like, they're very calculated. They with understand their the moves algorithms. Too. It's not it's not exactly. a coincidence. You study the numbers and you look at the numbers, and you know, hey, if you post three times a day on Wednesday between these hours, you get the most fans. That's why we look at the mm -hmm. analytics. We look at the back end. We know if we drop a song on this day, you have this many listeners. Like it, it's it's at the end of the day, it's there's music, a science but this, to it. Yeah. There's a science to it. The algorithms, the BPMs of your record, the title of your record. This yeah. all goes into effect. None of this is by chance. It's, it's getting to the point where social media is damn near equally as important as the music. Yeah. It's technology. You know, it kind of goes hand in hand now. Technology, man. It's and a especially for getting coin. known and getting the definitely for getting known and getting yeah. the fans. Yeah. It's a double-sided edge though, because some artists they lose their mystique. You might mm. not like a person. Like you know what? I don't really like you. I like your music, but I don't like you because you're showing too much of your personality. To whereas back in the day, artists were a little more mysterious. And I like I like some artists now who do less, 
like an artist like Frank Ocean the or weekend. The Weeknd. Yep. Like how they use social media is great because you don't know if you like them. I know I like their music, but and the sometimes that's is, enough. And but they, they already established though. But Weekend never was big on social media ever. Right, but never, you know, never, not nah, never, never, never. No, him nor Frank. Yeah. But I think their music was so strong, it got to the point where like a Frank Ocean, he doesn't have to be on social media, but he'll still headline at Coachella. Yeah. Same thing like the Weekend. He won't be on social media unless it's album time, and you'll see him maybe post a new picture, a new picture a link, <laughs> once a week, once a week, once a week, once a week, and it'll be like the okay, link to the, the album. Just like yesterday, I think he dropped his new single, "The After Hours." Like I feel like social media is the break for like upcoming artists, though mm-hmm. not necessary for like Frank Ocean and Weekend. They already are established Definitely. and already did what they had to do. You know, I feel like it's just like social media just breaks barriers. Like mm-hmm. usually, I feel like before labels would be like okay, like certain units and now it's like no it's like are you hot on social media now right. you know mm-hmm. if you if you're a person with a bad personality or you have terrible <laughs> takes on things mm-hmm. it shows yeah. there's no way to hide that like on a bad media like just it, like just like not yeah. a pay, not somebody you want to hang out yeah. with like right. not somebody you want to be friends sometimes with sometimes that is, that turns you up to a person music but what about like like you look at the artists from the you know the old school well not yeah. old school, previous generation Jay-Z not on social media at all mm-hmm. but then look at Diddy Diddy's on well, you know he's, he has, he's a businessman, but team yeah, around him that understands the use of social media. So, like Will Smith, Will Smith is the biggest Genius. star in the world. Right. He hit social media very hard because he has a team of. It's not him; mm-hmm. the team of people around him who understands and say, "Hey, to let's keep do him this. relevant and hot, let's create unique fan engagement. Let's do things that your fans will buy into, and let's create a hub where we can put everything Will Smith. You know what I'm saying? No, and, absolutely. And, and again, like somebody like a Jay Z, you can even. I mean, Kendrick's obviously in a different tier than Jay-Z, yeah. but a Kendrick Lamar, J. Cole, they don't need yeah. social media to thrive yeah. because they already have that established fan base where they're like heavyweights in hip-hop. Can you imagine you know? if social media was around back in the days? If oh, it would have been crazy. Yeah. Oh, oh, my gosh. Pop on Twitter? There was a lot more real stuff going on, unfortunately. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, it's it's fa- it's fascinating just to see that that's... Because I think it has given artists more control over their careers. 100%. You know, that with that. But what we're talking about is real power in the music industry. This is Street Soldiers. We'll be right back. Yo, yo, what's up? This is me, DMC, and the place to be. And the only place for you to ever be is right here listening to Lisa Evers on Street Soldiers. Welcome back to Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. In this episode, we're talking about real power in the music industry. What does it take to make it to the top? You might be surprised. Joining me for this conversation is Hovain. He's the owner of Cinematic Management. He's also an executive with Cinematic Music Group, and he's helped launch the careers of many artists, Lil' Kel, Flip De Niro, T-Pain, Styles P, and many, many more. Hovain, great to have you with us. Thank you for having me, Lisa. Thank you so much. Also with us is Jenna Ski. She's an aspiring hip-hop artist. Her latest mixtape is Nympho Waves, and she's a reality TV star. You've seen her on Love & Hip Hop New York. Ski, great to have you with Ski, us. Ski, thank you for having me. Thank you for being with us. <laughs> also with us is Carl Lamar. He's a the hip-hop editor for Billboard. He's also co-host of the live show, Billboard on the Block, and he's he interviewed many of the biggest names that were on that red carpet at the Grammys. Carl, great to have you with us. Thank you for having me, Lisa. Thank you so much. So, Ski, tell us a little bit about, are you from New York? Tell us a little bit about your background. Yeah, so um, I was born in Queens, New York. Um, You know, growing up, I come from a Haitian culture, so I had a really strict parent. My mom, she was super strict. I literally... um, she was really enforcing school more. So what I did was I did do school, but I was so sporty. I was into sports. I was into dancing. And um, 
it went from dancing on social media on Instagram, and then I started running around with designer, doing a New York City tour with designer. So I started off with that, dancing for celebrities, choreographing and freestyling. And then it just I just kept doing videos and videos from ASAP Ferg, T.I., 50 Cent, Roll Timmy. And, it, and then after a while, I was just like, I want... I, I, I didn't feel complete. So, you know, being in a studio with them, I always loved the energy of music. I realized I loved music so much. So I just transitioned into becoming an artist. And the transition was really hard because it's like it went from, well, you used to dance for me. Like, it's kind of where you do music now. But it was it was kind of like great. They were too, well, I just want to interrupt you there. So yeah. You were saying like they, they kind of like wanted to see you as what you were or rather than what you were becoming. Um, they were more comfortable with me being a dancer because they told me what to do. You know, I follow their (laughs) lead, you know, I follow their lead. I'm on their payroll. So me becoming an artist, I'm becoming the same with the social media following I had. I'm becoming on the same level as them. So it kind of was like a, I don't want to, I don't say jealousy, but like a threatening thing. Like, hmm, you just came out of nowhere and all of a sudden you have like songs on the radio. So it was like, it was kind of weird, um, transitioning for me, but, um, I just, how did you handle that? It was it was like weird, you know. It was super weird because it's like, damn. I was like, damn. I used to be um, used riding to be around cool. with you, called, yeah. yeah. And it, everything used to be cool, but all of a sudden, because I'm an artist now, it's like you're looking at me as a competitor. It's kind of weird, you know what I'm saying? So it was it was interesting to understand a transition and how people move with artists now. So I was just like entering a world full of like wolves and stuff. I was like in the paint with it. So it was kind of <laughs> weird, but um, the transition has been great so far. Like, you know, I'm doing a lot of press work, behind work, networking. So it's making me move progressively well. And then what about in terms of being a reality TV star too? Because sometimes people don't take artists that are on uh, reality shows seriously, although right. that's exactly what, how Cardi B launched her right. her brand like, and her name and personality. Style. Right. Like they said, there's no manuscript, you know. One of the biggest artists out right now came from a reality show. So there's no, oh my goodness, no, I can't work with her. There's no, like, yes or no to anything. It's just about um, putting yourself out there, whether they like you or not, and that's your make or break, you know what I'm saying? And on top of that, the work you put behind the scenes so it was kind of interesting being on the show because everyone took to me well and I was like okay this is kind of cool because it's like uh, in high school I used to be like you know no one used to like me because I was super weird like in high school so it was kind of because you were happy all the time and other people yeah and weird like- it's weird like why the hell are you so happy why you have so much energy it's like 11 o'clock in the morning you know so um yeah it was kind of cool that everyone took to me well so I it kind of like pushed me Right. A little bit more, because you know and it's kind of hard. You got to so. you got to keep pushing. Oh, man, what about what yeah. about for st- for artists that that are starting out now? Is that kind of a typical story that you're hearing? Or I mean, you took you were telling us about little Kel that you guys took him in the studio after yeah. y- you heard him. But is, is there kind of a process like you know like the, does your record have to be played by certain DJs or how do you get on these playlists to get hot? You I know? think I think there is a little bit of. Uh, a standard so so much that you have to, there are sets of goals you have to hit. They're like levels, right? Yeah, levels that you have to hit. Like So you, take us through them. So you don't, like, you, you don't start off on Rap Caviar, Barry. Rap Caviar mm-hmm. is probably the most featured playlist right. there is, the most coveted. Rather, that's probably one of the top ones. Like you're not going to come out tomorrow and get on there. You have to like, you know, you have to pay your dues. You're not going to yeah. be at MSG today without having a sellout show at SOBs. <laughs> right. So you have, you have to level a up. Bowery like, room. Bow, Bowery room, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like you got to work your way up the ranks. There is. Like even though there's an equalizer with social media that makes everybody kind of in the same arena, like you have to take these steps because say you come out with a hit record t- today, Mike Medium makes a song 
Friday, it takes off over the weekend, it's crazy, you get a deal next Wednesday. You might have a song, the song might live for a whole year, but the fans are not invested in you. They don't know anything about you. They know your record. They love your record. So when the record cycle is over, you're over. We've seen that time and time oh, again. Oh, okay. So it's like, you know, the house has no, no solid foundation to stand on. So you want to galvanize your fans. You want to engage with people. You want to go shake hands. You want to come do your show. You want to come sit with this DJ because it builds more to your story. Now it's like this on top of this, on top of this, on top of this, whereas you have a huge hit record that's great and it's amazing. If you catch one, God bless you. But a lot of times, more than that, with this formula, you've seen the hit come and go, and then you're gone. And we've seen a lot of artists like and that. And I think, I think, you know, and going back to, to Flip, I remember, like, the just the legwork yeah. that you guys put behind that because going back to the cosigns from the, the Odells to the Drakes, then it was about getting the video out, and then it was about getting him in certain scenes as far as, like, yeah. whether it's, like, doing halftime shows, like I saw at the Brooklyn Nets, um, it's 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 like what Ho was saying. It's like steps and levels to make sure you maximize that yeah, hit and yeah. having them still engage. And I think teaming them teaming them up with DJ Cattle, like I was saying, he's like the ultimate social media guy, is only gonna help Flip try to gravitate to his fans even more. Like uh, now he so, got a new single out with Little Baby is doing that, well. How I like, Move, which is a banger. Yeah, so it's like you know you got to take yeah. your hat off to him as an artist want to do the work. Uh, Young Sav. Uh, Shipes and everybody yeah. everybody else who laid the groundwork and understands it's not just, yo, I have a hit and that's it. Same with Kel. Kel, all right, we got a hit record. Yo, I want to go on a tour. I want to promote this record. It might not be for $50,000 a night. It's a light bag, but we're going to hit the road. We're going to touch these fans. We're going to sell some merch. We're going to get in front of these people so they know you're a real thing. Let's get back to the studio. Let's make another one. You know what I'm saying? So, so it's still it's still the the basic the basics of success uh, are still the same. Yeah, it's still about the grind. It's still about the grind. And it's still about it's still about one to one. Because haven't you have you seen people that that are yeah. are really big online, but then they can't yeah. fill they can't fill a venue, can't yeah. sell yeah. a ticket. There's, there's a thing called Superphone that uh, one of my friend Ryan Leslie uh, introduced. Right. So Superphone keeps track of each fan that you have. Uh, the area they're from, like you can see, like right real time. Right, this person spent X amount of money with me. They've been to this show. Like nothing beats fan engagement and like mm. building with a person and staying after and signing the autograph. That's not going to change. And still, no matter what, word of mouth is still it's still the best. No matter and, what. And, and, and what I what I've been seeing too with a lot of rap veterans, they have struggled to evolve in this generation yeah. because they fail to engage on social media. Right. Like that's been a struggle for a lot of guys that aren't able to sell or aren't able to get the same engagement that they once may have had five, ten years ago because they're stuck in that zone of, okay, how do I get my fans to come out? Or how do I interact on social media? How often do I have to post? So it's a struggle for, for aging rappers, you know, trying to... I think Styles Pete does a great job of that. He does yeah, an awesome he job. Does a great yeah. job. And he's, been, he's on such an amazing journey, too, yeah. like with, with, with his wife, with Ajua, yeah. and then the whole health thing. We had Juice him on our hip-hop and, yeah. and health uh, revolution you gotta know show. How to Shout out to Styles yeah. Pete. We love you. You got, you got to know how to adapt out here. Right, yeah. and then do you see the, the, with the artists, the artists that are, are really making it onto the chart, that are really mm. getting onto that hot one hundred, even right. beyond like rapping, rapping in hip hop. Do they have any common common things that they've done, or is it just it's the still records like, are just good? <laughs> <laughs> like at the, still, end, duh, Lisa, down, at the end of the I day, mean, it's, 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 it's you gotta have good music, it's still, right? It still comes down to having a strong fan base and just the music being really, really good. Like, right, I go back. 
to Roddy Rich because his album to me is seamless from front to I love it. back. Yeah, I love it. And the box wasn't even an, it wasn't even a single. Oh. It just because fans gravitated fans so it. much to it, they picked that number one. Like I said, you'll typically have a challenge, and he had a challenge in this case, but the record was so good. That's why he was able to take out a Post Malone. He was able to take out a Justin Bieber. He just bodied that. He's just he's bodying them. <laughs> on the chart. On the chart. Not in real life. On the chart. It's not just he's he's having That's a number good. one single. Right. He has a number one single and a number one album. He's done that multiple Sold weeks. out tour. Sold, Sold out, out tour. tour. Still selling yeah. over a hundred K seven weeks in. You know, so That's it's incredible. the music. The music still gotta be fire. That's another thing that I didn't speak on that's super important. Like Russ always stresses this. Shout out to Russ. Yeah, yeah Russ. I, I love Russ, <laughs> yeah. man. People don't realize the importance of having a good booking agent. Mm. A good booking agent, like you might not start, like I said, you're not going to start at Madison Square Garden. You got to do these venues that hold 200 people, 150, and then work your way up. Because that hard ticket sale, there's not. you can have somebody with the biggest hit on the internet in the world that can't sell out a room of 500 no, people. No, and that, same thing with products, too. We, yeah. We've heard with, with, yeah. with people, some of the, you know, uh, performers and personalities, they have products and they have like millions of followers, but it doesn't, it translate, doesn't translate to, to millions of sales. You know, millions this, of you know we crazy? need to take oh. you, 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 real quick. You, you, you mentioned somebody like Russ since day one, he cultivated his fan base to yeah. where a lot of people you may I hate him in hip hop, but he's doing arenas, yeah. he's doing arenas. And that's because, like I said, he cultivated that fan base from day one to where they're latching onto him. I went to a listening party that he did two weeks ago. I'm seeing 60-year-olds in there vibing. Yeah, man. <laughs> he, the demo is he from got it. 16, 16 to 60. He's got the whole family. There you go. The whole family. Yeah. There you go. All the way up the line. All right, this is Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. We're talking about what it takes to get to the top in the music industry. We'll be right back. Hey, this is Rhapsody, and you're listening to Street Soldiers with Lisa Evers, where we talk about power, but also push for peace. Welcome back to Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. In this episode, we're talking about real power in the music industry. What does it take to make it to the top? Joining me for this conversation is Hovain. He's the owner of Cinematic Management. He's also an executive with Cinematic Music Group, and he's helped launch the careers of Lil Kel, Flip De Niro, T-Pain, Styles P, and many, many more. Hovain, great to have you with hey, us. I want you to do all my intros from now on. <laughs> <laughs> I walk in a room, I want to say, yeah. We're going to do the Maybe intro challenge. Like we're going to do the there intro challenge for Street Soldiers. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to have people send me their name and title, and I'll do the, we'll do the challenge. There we'll we go. You're giving me ideas already. Okay. Um, also with us is, is Jenna Ski. She's an aspiring hip-hop artist. Her latest mixtape is Nympho Waves. She's also a reality TV star. You've seen her on Love & Hip Hop New York, and she tells us she's happy 24 7. <laughs> Thank you for having me, Lisa. Thank you for being with us. Also, this is Carl Lamar. He's a, the hip hop editor for Billboard. He's also co host of the live show Billboard on the Block. And he's interviewed many artists um, and interviewed a lot of the big names on the red carpet at the Grammys. Carl, great to have you with us. Thank you for having me, Lisa. Thank you so much. Ski, what about the girls? Oh, my god. Girl goodness. power, what about the women's movement? <laughs> Are there, because it still seems, guys, just let's just, facts, keep it a thousand. There's a lot more male artists at that top tier than there are female. Right, but Why now it's... Why do you think that is? Um, well, before I feel like it was easier for men to, like, take over because people are more accepting with men. You know, with Nicki Minaj, she had, like, a whole, I believe, seven, eight-year run right. on her own. So it's like everyone was so used to just one female artist at the time from that prime um, just dominating. And it was hard to just 
collect a number of females and let them reign at the same time. But like now with social media, it's kind of different. It's like uh, females are just freestyling and boom, 100K views and they're automatically a rapper. So I'm so furry. I'm so furry, but it makes the competition a little bit. It, it opens up the competition now. Helene is put your, putting your management hat on. Now, what what about the what have been some of the issues with women? Because it's just Man. we still don't have women. The representation in hip hop is not what it is in other feel, areas of our life. You I don't feel agree? Like in twenty twenty, there's yeah, more female yeah. rappers and singers than ever, ever you before. Got, you got Sid Girls, you got Megan yeah, Thee Stallion, Megan Thee Stallion, Cardi, Megan Thee Stallion. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, Kamaya, so yep. Chica, Rhapsody. Yeah, I feel like right now, coming the, in flurries. Yeah, uh, maybe five years ago that was the case, but right now I feel like it's wide it's, open. It's a golden age right now. More and more. I think so. You think so? Yeah. Especially on the charts. I mean, last year. You had Megan Thee Stallion, Hot Girl Summer teaming up with Cardi B. No, you were hits. No, there you go. You had right. City Girls with Twerk with um right. with, with Cardi B. Um, I think that narrative is just something we're used to hearing. Like, oh, there's only so many, but there's there's, there's a there's lot. There's a lot if of, really lot of look, them out there. Cash Dolls, another one. And it's one, different type you know? of. Right. It's a variety. There's conscious women. There's mm-hmm. like the turn Which is up. A good thing, mm-hmm. right? There's women yeah. from the south. There's uh. uh it's just it's, it's very diverse now. Mm-hmm. No, it, 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 you're right. No, you're absolutely right. But I mean, that perception still exists. Yeah, one hundred percent. It's just like I think we don't see the unity amongst women so much. So it, Mm-mm. you don't see them all standing together like right. uh, X Men. Like, oh, it's a whole bunch of them. You see them like the oh, power power yeah. women, power rangers women. They're getting yeah. a little better yeah. though. Yeah. I can't really better. except yeah. Remy did it a couple years ago at at Summer Jam. Yeah, she brought everybody yeah. on stage. And then you know you had somebody like like Cardi B who just like shook up the game last Hilton. year when she won the Grammy for best rap album so you know the potential for women to dominate is very much yeah. is very much here yeah. do you think that's a, that's a like going to be a decade long trend like a it just or it's just nah, going to be this is going to be the way it is from here on i out. mean listen like even somebody like rhapsody she was nominated twice last year yep. right um megan the stallion i think she's leading the wave right now right. for the upcoming uh female rapper so i think that generation is very much in good hands and what do cardi b Megan yeah. and Rhapsody, what do they all have in common? Been interviewed by Lisa Evans. There you go, boy. <laughs> hey, all right? There you go. There you go. Uh-huh, there At you Summer go. Jam here in the studio or, or whatever. Oh. No, but it's great yeah. to see the diversity, too. And it's mm-hmm. also, I think yeah. it's, what, what I think is, is great about the women, the, the female rappers that are out now, too, is the, is the diversity. Yeah. Is that they can be themselves. Mm-hmm. They can dress the way they want to dress. Yeah. They can own their sexuality, own yep. their gender, yeah. own their femininity, and still just spit bars like, you know, and you know, you know who comes to mind when you say that? Somebody like Young M.A., who was just right. featured on Eminem's She's number one album. Boom. Yeah. She had like... Soul Out probably Yeah, probably had the best feature on that album. Her right. manager works at Cinematic as well. Shout out to Shout Cinematic. Out to <laughs> <laughs> Do a little plug. But what about, Jove, when you, when you look... Because you've seen different you, different trends, different styles, different, you know, just different tastes with the fans of what really connects with the fans. What do you see as we're, you know, we, we love to talk about this new decade because it's 2020 and um, easy number to remember too. But it's like, what do you, what do you see as we move forward here? Like think, what, like what, what do you see kind of bubbling up? Because that's obviously one of your talents too as a manager and also yeah. as a music executive. I think everything goes around in, in sections, like coming up when I was a little kid, it was West Coast. It was gangster dominated. Then it got conscious and native tongues and stuff like that. And then it got more street again. Whenever there's one thing super on the rise, like it was Puff Daddy and everything was shiny and glittery, then they needed DMX. Mm-hmm. So, right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I think now we're like, you seeing it. You seeing the shift. It was kind of like a little less lyrical. It was more swag. And now the real rap is starting to come back. Like the Griselda guys, mm-hmm. the the top, the top. Three artists for the past it's couple so, years. They're so lyrical. lyrical. J. Cole, 
Drake and Kendrick Lamar. There you go. So I think lyricism is starting to become back to the forefront. Like I, everything shifts around. But I still think lyricism has always been at the forefront because those guys been at the helm it, for the like well, five, has, ten years. Well, those three, but then everything else around it was kind of like. It's, it's like miscellaneous. But in terms of yeah. the up and coming, but, but now in terms of, it's you the get up and coming like, rappers. Like, you get things like Griselda going on a sold out tour. Oh, they're killing it. They're killing it. There's yeah, no single. It. There's no. And, and, you know and what they, got, they got the right co There's no dance. They, 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 to what they're with Rock Nation. You got Jay Z and yeah. Eminem. Right. The cosigns, yeah, you're golden. Right. From there. What else real, is it? Right. Real music yeah. is starting to make yeah. a comeback in like lyricism and like you know the stuff that we grew up on that like like it is back in in style. Mm-hmm. It's in vogue again. It's in vogue. Mm-hmm. What's old is new again. What yeah. what about what about in terms in terms of the at the content? Ski, tell us about like what do you what do you rap about? So um, I'm understanding like the way before when I um, like a year and a half ago, I was like rapping so hard and putting hard lyrics on it. But then I realized what was working with social media and stuff was provocative lyrics and uh, sexuality. So, you know, I wasn't. Kim and Foxy before. Yeah. Was <laughs> I wasn't progressing exactly. in music till I was like, OK, let me stop what I'm doing and let me try to understand what everyone is liking and let me try to get with that wave. And once I started putting the provocative nympho waves, my project once i put that out like i've been getting so much like oh my gosh you're so dope and i'm like yo that's not even <laughs> I, I didn't even put no pause in that like i'm just like going with the wave like just spitting on it and what i notice is people just like energy and just swag and sometimes people don't want to be you know what i'm saying they right. want to just like they want to just calm down and you know i feel like everyone is like smoking weed and drinking a lot and vibing more into beats like the beats and stuff like trap music and stuff like that right. so i've noticed that so i've tried to understand like what people go into and then i put in the wave but as soon as i get like my solidified mark i'm finna for me i'm finna take over period End of story, <laughs> and beginning of the next story. Carl, what what about the subject? What about the subject matter too? Because you look yeah. at like the juice, world, like a lot of the rappers over the last couple of years, the focus on drugs and right. drug use and and that type of thing. Do you see the subject? I mean, before it used to be drug dealing, yeah. then it was drug using, drug using, yeah. and then now who knows what it'll be? What do you do? You see any any changes or developments with the you know with what's going on with what I'm, people are talking about or rapping about? I mean, I think I think that's what makes hip hop so dope. Like you have different artists that bring in different flavor. True. You know what I mean. So you're gonna have a demographic for everybody. Like Hov was saying, like the lyrical kind of guys. There's a home for a Kendrick Lamar, J Cole, Drake. You know what I mean? Or a Griselda, like he was saying. There's emo leaning stuff where you can look at a you know R.I.P. to a XX Tentacion, a, a Juice World, a Lil Uzi Vert. Um, you know, there's a home for everybody. So I think I think it's it's dope to see you know artists come in and provide different kind of energy because that's what makes that's what makes uh, hip hop go at the end of the day. So I think if we continue to have that wide range, I think the music will continue to be dope at the end of the day. And just allow more channels and more more voices, right? You know, more different different ways for people yeah. to express themselves, yeah. like the totality of our experiences. To piggyback off what he said, I think it's more diverse now than ever. And if you're looking for something, you you also get it. But also, we gotta realize that hip hop is not that old. Like my grandfather didn't know hip hop. Like you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Hip hop is only 40, 50, 40 years yeah. old. Right. So it now is. we're getting to see things like rappers maturing, being older, Jay Z right. being fifty and still being active. Right. Out fire so music. <laughs> all the all this all these things are happening because hip hop is still growing. We're in the infantry stages. Like other music is hundreds hundred years old at least. So we're hip hop is fifty years old. So you're gonna see uh, messages change, like the Meek Mill rapping and doing uh, uh, justice reform and things like that. 
that comes with maturity. Right. Like, nobody's going to come out 18 and... And doing that, right. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, everybody's maturing and hip-hop is growing. Exactly. To piggyback off that real quick, and I think we've kind of been seeing this so far in 2020, um, you mentioned Jay-Z. We kind of get to see the evolution of the hip-hop veterans. Like an Eminem came out this year, went number one. Lil Wayne just dropped Funeral, went number mm -hmm. one. So these are guys who are popping in the... 90s and 2000s that still have that longevity 20 years in. So, like he was saying, we're only 40, 50 years into this. So, who knows what kind of lifespan you could have in hip hop? You could be 60 years old going platinum. Well, going, look, at the, look at the rock music. Yeah. There's, there's sold out no reason it should the world. There's no, no reason it No it reason. Ski, I'm going to give you the final word. We're just about out of time. Okay. Your future. What would you like to see? What do you want to see happening? What does that look like for you? Um, Your dream I, scenario. Yeah, I just want to break barriers and just keep getting better and keep improving. And honestly, want Grammys. I want like a star on the floor. Like I have like, I have like so much. I might be putting too much expectations on myself, but I have so much in store for myself in the future. Expectations wise, as you should. As yeah. you should. So I'm gonna put high. the work behind it and make sure I go somewhere. Period. So. All right, fantastic. Yeah. Well, I want to thank all of you for being with us <laughs> thank you for, for this thank episode you. of Ski Soldiers. Hobby. Great to have you with us. You. Ski, great to have you. Yay, thank I, you. you. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was hoping for that, actually. I was you hoping for that. Coming. Like, we need to we need to keep consistent here. Carl Lamar, great to have you with us. Thank, thank you, you so Lisa. much. And thank you for joining us for this episode of Street Soldiers. Remember, use your mind, it's your best weapon. I hope it's your only weapon. I'm Lisa Evers. Let's push for peace.